Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. Hi. It's Wednesday, motherfuckers! Oh, I thought you were gonna like do some like really smooth transition that you heard David do earlier. What was it? <laughs> I forgot what it was. It wasn't, it's Wednesday, motherfuckers! <laughs> I feel like it was more like, welcome to Wednesday. <laughs> no, no, no. It was a little more spicy than that. What was it, David? <laughs> <laughs> That's why nope. Everybody on our team must write everything down at the very second. Nobody remembers shit. Everybody over here is smoking pot. <laughs> Nobody remembers anything. Literally, if we don't write shit down within ten seconds, it's gone forever. Not smoking pot. Sound like my grandpa. <laughs> smoking pot over here. If you want to be on the good moms team, you gotta smoke, smoke that pot. Gotta smoke that pot. The good stuff. <laughs> Are you four twenty friendly? No, I'm sorry. Unfortunately, we're not gonna be able to extend this. <laughs> we might need at least one person on the team that doesn't smoke that pot. I know. Fuck. Does Celeste smoke that pot? No. Okay. okay. Well, there I got it. Okay. 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 Perfect. Um, well, welcome to the first week of December, you guys. We've made it. Can you believe it's the fucking end of the year? It has flown. Uh, it has flown by. It literally has. Like, I blinked and bitch, it's December again. It's crazy. I'm, uh, I mean, I'm actually happy. I think, I think I'm ready for 2022. This year has been challenging. It's been filled with ups and downs. Lots of ups. Lots of good ups. Lots of down downs. <laughs> but, you know. Such is life. This is true. Such is life. But I am really excited about 2022, too, because 2022 has, like, a significance. The numbers mean, like, hold on, I posted about this. Let me go look, check my notes. 22 is a master number in numerology. It's considered to be the most powerful number out of the rest. And thus, also, to side note, my birthday is the 22nd. <laughs> anyway, and thus, master number 22 is also called master builder or the master architect. It holds so much power that it can turn big dreams into reality if worked upon in a very sincere way. It's no coincidence or... Okay, sorry, that was my that was my caption. That was from Good Vibe Retreat. If you're not following it, I'm dropping gems over there, okay? <laughs> At the Good Vibe Retreat. You have taken over. I'm so happy. That whole account, Mila. Mila's art. <laughs> Mila's artwork. I posted something, she fucking deleted it. I posted, she was like, that is the ugliest picture ever. Stop ruining my fucking account. I was it's like, okay. Ugliest picture of fruit I've, we had. Like, I was like, we have better pictures of fruit. Why the fuck? And then I posted one the next day. She was like, this is your better picture. She was pissed. I'm like, yeah. Actually, it's much more artsy. I put a grain on it. <laughs> this is the type of shit we talk about. Anyway, 2022 is the motherfucking year i feel it i do i feel like we're in alignment and may fucking may text us yesterday which even adds to the alignment it just so happens you guys that our 200th episode will air on february 22nd 2022 crazy how in the fuck because <laughs> we're witches bitches that's why witches 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 with episode 200 on 22222 <laughs> I will be in Costa Rica cooking up some more shit with some other wishy friends. And if you're not there, you're missing out. For real. For real, for real. <laughs> Somebody messaged me. They're like, my, my coins are fucked up. If I go on the trip, then like I'm really going to be uh, broke when I get back. I said, you come on the trip to manifest more money. <laughs> right. And also, if you didn't know, you can have people put money on your trip. So through We Travel, which is our booking site, you can put down the deposit and then for Christmas, ask all your hoes, all your parents, all your baby daddies that feel bad because they're trash to put money on your books. It's not, it's not, <laughs> not your books. It's not jail. But, you know, put the money on the books. <laughs> it's definitely not jail. I mean, if every little count. If you can get $600, that's a big ass discount. That's true. If you have 10 friends and they each give you like $100. Your trip is paid for. 
almost that's half, half, paid, half paid for it. But <laughs> if you have 20 friends, you're in there. <laughs> <laughs> we thought of you. We thought of the contribution from your hose when we picked this particular site. <laughs> Thank you, We Travel. Yeah, go, go to the link in our bio, book that trip, send it to all your hose immediately, ASAP, pronto. Yeah. But on a more serious note, lighter serious slash medium note, the theme for December is deeper December. Deeper December. We're getting deeper because we like it deep. We're deep. Bitches. We can take it deep. <laughs> We're deeply emotional, deeply deep, deeply wild and crazy, deeply sexy, and just deep. And we like dick deep. <laughs> we like to dig deep, and we like dick deep. <laughs> what kind of girl are you? Well, you know, like a deep girl, deep dick, Diddy. deep thoughts. Well, that's welcome to December. <laughs> we really, we thought, we really thought all that through. When we made that we made the deep December. I'm like perfect is two meanings. Yeah. So this month, all month, we're gonna be digging deep in all different types of ways, penetrating that soul. <laughs> Can you shut the fuck up? <laughs> you like that? You want to penetrate that soul? I do. I love peel pen- back the layers, penetrate that soul. That might be my new tagline. Well, I think really, too, like, we're entering into 2022, like you said. Let's, like, get deep and let that shit go. Let's let it go. Let's go into 2022 feeling rejuvenated, refreshed, ready, you know? Yeah. If you haven't, if you just are joining us on this journey, one thing you'll know and you'll learn really soon is all we talk about is healing and growing and letting shit go (laughs) because we've come to the conclusion that that's the purpose of life. Yep. And you have to constantly remind yourself because if you've also been joining us on this journey, we've had a really hard time doing all those things. <laughs> it's taken us, well, we're still doing it, so. <laughs> Same shit. That's a, yeah, it's, you know, the thing about digging deep, it's a slow process, it's a journey, and it's never fucking over, which seems really overwhelming, but you know, I get a little bit further each time, and I don't know, I feel like even if you're not in your 30s or in your mid 30s or middle, the, the beginning. <laughs> I didn't want to be mid thirties. I want to be in the mid beginning. So if whatever you're at, listening to this, whatever age you're at, just know that as you get older, I think the things that you avoid come up more and more and more and more. And so if you continue to avoid them, it's easier to avoid them as you get older because you've mastered it, but it's also much more important to get over it so that you don't pollute the rest of your life with your bullshit. Absolutely. You know, I'm trying to look up this quote that my girl Melanie. So Melanie Fiona, if you don't follow her, you should. She was actually a guest on our show, I think it was like two years ago. Wow, it's crazy. She's just fucking amazing. And she's always dropping gems. And I was looking at her Instagram the other day. And she put this quote up and it said, remember, the longer you carry something, the heavier it gets. I saw that too. And I was like, stop fucking talking to me like that, bitch. (laughs) Over there pregnant, just talking shit to me. Just fucking mother naturing and shit. I know. No, she's so right. And I was like, damn, it's so true. It does get heavier and heavier, even though we think it doesn't matter anymore. It's not affecting us. It rears its ugly head in an even heavier way than even you expected. So let it go. Slowly start letting the shit go. We welcome you and encourage you this month to just take a moment to go inward and reflect, self-reflect, self-dissect. 
be gentle with yourself, obviously. We always encourage gentle healing, but just be honest about the people you've attracted, the relationships you've kept, and what you've maybe done to contribute to them, and even like the destruction of yourself, what have you done to contribute to that? Mm-hmm. So yes, welcome. Welcome to the time we're going to the first level of ourselves. <laughs> level one. <laughs> Would you like to pull the card, my love? <clears throat> of course I would. Erica pre-shuffled because we all know I'm not good at that, but I am good at reading Biddy Tarot. <laughs> Today's card is the sun. I love this deck, even though it's, you know, has its things. <laughs> um, <laughs> the sun. Positivity, fun, warmth, success, vitality. The Sun Tarot card radiates with optimism and positivity. A large, bright sun shines in the sky, representing the source of all life on Earth. Underneath, four sunflowers grow tall above a brick wall, representing the four suits of the minor arcana and the four elements. The sun represents success, radiance, and abundance. The sun gives you strength and tells you no matter where you go or what you do, your positive and radiant energy will follow you and bring you happiness and joy. People are drawn to you because you can always see the bright side and bring such warmth into other people's lives. This beautiful warm energy is what will get you through tough times and help you succeed. You're also in a position where you can share your highest qualities and achievements with others. Radiate who you are and what you stand for. Shine your love on those you care about. If you're going through a difficult time, the sun brings you the message you have been waiting for, that things will get better along your path. You discovered who you are and why you're here, because you did that work deep December. (laughs) Now you are full of energy and zeal for the future and can already perceive success and abundance flowing to you. You're brimming with confidence because you know everything will work out. It always does. Life is good. The sun connects you to your power base, not fear-driven, egotistical power, but the abundant inner energy radiating through you right now. You sense in your solar plexus chakra calling you to express yourself authentically and be fully present in the world around you. You have what others want and are being asked to radiate your energy and your gifts out into the world in a big way. Tap into your power and use your divine will to express that power in positive ways. Hmm, I like that. Beautiful. I usually don't even read the whole thing, but that felt very on point. So I had to kind of read most of that because I think that speaks to us, darling, very much so. Be encouraged to express your power in positive ways, be authentic and fully present in the world. Yes, amen. (sighs) Do you have an affirmation? I stand in my power and I take up space unapologetically. I stand in my power and I take up space unapologetically. Shall do. We shall do. Yep. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. I. Uh, you look beautiful. Do I? Mm-hmm. Thanks. Yeah. Ponytail's popping. Thanks. We went viral last month, so I figured I'd bring the heat. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I hate that word so much. I know, I hate it. I love saying it, but <laughs> I hate it so much. I, I love saying it. I'm like, so, yeah, I just went viral last week. <laughs> I've only been waiting four years to say it, so it just feels like, I don't care if it's late, I'm saying it. <laughs> oh, my God. I only could call my, like, podcast friends and say that, or else I sound fucking ridiculous. I couldn't wait to call Orlando, like, yes, I'm pretty sure we went viral. <laughs> His podcast ass was like, how many? <laughs> how many views? How many views? I'm like, well, <laughs> in a 24-hour period, let me, let me check the numbers. You only go viral 24 hours divided by 135 views. <laughs> yep, viral. <laughs> Verified viral. 
Oh my god. You look beautiful too. How are you? I'm good. I feel energized. I was sick last week, which was not great, but I think I needed to just kind of just sit my ass down and be at home. So that was good. I'm feeling healthy. I'm feeling rejuvenated. That's the word of the day for me and Irie. We taught, I taught her the word rejuvenate because we're... <laughs> This brand hit me up and she was like reading the email and re like refused to let me close the email and was reading it and she's like reju rejuvenate and I was like rejuvenate and then we went in the bathroom and her hair because she's been at her dad's for the past four days and I've been stressing out trying to get someone over there to braid it because I was like oh my god when she comes back it's gonna be fucking crazy was it crazy yes it was literally a hard afro in the back like <laughs> solid brillo <laughs> well, not hard like i couldn't <laughs> even put like a finger in it like in this, it was hard and flat and so we got in the shower <laughs> and we put water on it and it came back to life it was like a chia pet like now i understand why people call me a chia pet all my life i love water on the curly hair all my life i'm like it's oh, like a chia pet i'm like shut the fuck up and then i put that water on my daughter's head and i was like god damn right she's a chia pet <laughs> and it did come back to life and i was like baby this is rejuvenation <laughs> <laughs> Mama rejuvenated. I rejuvenated your hair. your hair. Say it with me. Say it again. Rejuvenation. <laughs> so we rejuvenated her hair. I rejuvenated mine. Curls is popping today. Yes, they are, baby. You look like a lioness. <sighs> no, Sylvia did say I had a lot of Leo in my chart. Oh, so, she did. She did. So this is me lionessing. But yeah, I've been good. I've been good. I've been just focused on not beating myself up a lot as much as usual because I have a lot of negative inner self-talk that I'm working through that I didn't realize I do. I mean, I know, but like, it's so, it's been happening for so long that it's almost like a whisper that I barely hear it, but it's like all it day, resonates. it's all day long. It's like, you get that done, fucking bitch. Being quiet, he doesn't like you, he doesn't like you, he doesn't like you. Yeah. Nope, 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 you're gonna fail. You're They're gonna talking fail. about you behind you're your back. You're gonna fail. You're gonna fail. Oh my god, that podcast has so many more listens than yours. Why the fuck are they having more listeners? They're rich. You're not. They're rich. They're rich. You're not. Why do I just live at the penthouse? Why do you live at the penthouse? Why do you live in the house? And I'm like, <laughs> and then suddenly I'm having a panic attack. And I'm like, where did this panic attack come from? No idea. I just came out of the blue. And everything's blue. fine. <laughs> so yeah, I've been like really trying to actually elevate that voice more so that I can hear it more often and then shut that bitch down. So I've been having, I've been talking to myself out loud a lot, which is. Good. I mean, obviously, if you see me on the street, I look a little psycho. I was walking. You've been doing it on the street. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been doing it on the street. So okay. You've been doing it on the street. Yeah. I'm in dark street corners talking to myself. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Erica, so. Okay. If you see Erica on the street talking to herself, don't be alarmed. Yeah, I am. Um, so I had this reading. Me and Mila have, obviously, you guys know, we've had a lot of readings, we've shared them on the podcast, but over the last few months, it's been kind of like, there's been a lot of, I think, people coming to us to do that, but I think, obviously, everything for us is very much intentional, even if we don't realize it at the time, and my good friend connected me to this intuitive channeler, and she gave me a reading, and it was so crazy, because... I'm a skeptic. I don't know if anyone, anyone else listens. Like, I'm definitely a spiritual person. And, like, I believe in, like, higher powers. I believe in spirits for sure. But sometimes I'll be like, bitch, did they really say that shit to you? This bitch says some shit to me. And I was like, like, specific things that only really I would know. Like, for example, she told me that I have a lot of healing to do around forgiving my father. 
And for me, I I know that, but I feel like I've done a lot of healing, or at least I thought I did. And I was like, I don't I don't feel away. If everything's fine. She was like, what happened on your 16th birthday? And I was like, what? She told me, and something did happen on my 16th birthday. My dad really deeply, deeply disappointed me because he was kind of not a great, not kind of, he was not a great dad most of my life. And then around like when I was around 15, he started kind of showing up for me and wanting to be in my life. And then like taking me to car dealerships to go like check out cars because my 16th birthday was coming up and I was going to get a car and he was going to buy it for me. That is literally like what he was portraying. Why else would you take your daughter to car dealerships? <laughs> and just backstory, if you guys haven't listened to the episode with me and my dad that we did about a long time ago, or you haven't heard me talk about my relationship with him, my dad wasn't really in my life until I was around like four years old and he was in and out of my life throughout that time and just would say he was going to show up, wouldn't show up, was really, really disrespectful to my mom and it was just bad. So at 15, when he started showing up, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm ready to like accept this from you. And then on my 16th birthday, he called me to wish me happy birthday and was like, what do you want? And I was like, a car, duh. <laughs> and he was like, you're not getting a car. I didn't get a fucking car when I was 16. Why would you get a car? And I was like, <gasps> what? And that was the first time where I was like, fuck you. <laughs> don't talk to me. I don't want to talk to you. And I cut my dad off on that. Like, that was the last time I talked to him for about two years. And it's so crazy because I kind of like, I know that happened. But my mom was such an amazing parent and threw me this amazing 16th birthday that it kind of like, I kind of just shoved that down. And when I associate my 16th birthday, I associate it with that party that she threw me. I don't really associate it with that moment. You suppressed that moment. I did. I did. I didn't associate it with that age. I don't know. I knew it happened, but I wasn't sure when, you know? And so when she said that, I was like, oh, yeah, that's interesting that you would know that. And I was told her, I was like, you know, I don't really feel like I have a lot of like anger around it anymore. And she's like, you should really explore that. And I was like, okay. So I called my dad and she had also said that like this man came up on her on my dad's side that is like her, like an intuitive. And do I know who this person is? And I said, no, cause me and my dad, we never really talked about that kind of shit. Called my dad and he was like, oh, I know exactly who she's talking about. I had a guide, a, a healing guide throughout my career. Uh, my dad played football. And I was like, what? My dad had a healing guy. Like, what the fuck? Like, that is not... I, my dad is like a Christian. Like, right. I did not think he was on some healing guy shit. And he was like, yeah, that's for sure him. I'll tell you about that later. And she said... And I mentioned my 16th birthday. And he was like, yeah, I fucked that up. And I was like, yeah. He's like, you know, I'm really sorry. There's no excuse. I, You know, me and your mom got into an argument that day. And I took it out on you. And I just... I couldn't get out of my way to like get over it and just do what I know knew was the right thing to do. And I just didn't. And the fact that you didn't want to talk to me, I didn't know how to deal with it. So I just let it happen. And like, we really, like he never reached out to me, like didn't even try to make it better. Did you tell him don't, don't talk to, don't reach out to I me. I did. But like, I'm I mean, I obviously. <laughs> I did. So having that conversation was like, I feel like really like being the start of kind of healing that. And so when I went home that week, for some reason, I was like, how, I don't know. I was like, I, my dad, like I told him even on that conversation, I was like, dad, I forgive you. Like you're a good dad. Like we, and it was really emotional. The conversation that we had, we talked about a lot of other things, but when I went home in the morning, I woke up and I was like, I want to go for a walk. 
And so I started walking and then I just was like, I feel like I should talk. And I was like, I'm gonna talk to my dad. Like, but not to my dad, just like out loud. And so I just started walking and like saying like, dad, I forgive you. Dad, I forgive you for not showing up for me. Dad, I forgive you for not showing up for me on my 16th birthday. Dad, I forgive you for not being like there for me when like the first boy broke my heart. I forgive you for not consoling me when like just everything that I could think Think of. And I just was fuck. by the time I hit the corner, bitch, I was a fucking hysterically (laughs) crying. And I was like, oh, my God, like I have not forgiven this man. And I've been doing that almost every day. If not on walks, then just while I'm washing dishes, just talking to him. Because, yes, I could say these things to him. And I have said some of these things to him. But it would be the excessiveness in which I have to say it to get it out. He would think I'm absolutely crazy. Like, bitch, okay, got it. (laughs) (laughs) But I will say, like, that, I don't know where the inspiration came to, like, use this tool. But it has been, like, deeply healing for me. And I really feel like, wow, I really am forgiving him. And... Yeah, so that's been, like, really cool lately. That's amazing. Yeah. I think that um, we can agree that one of the things I've learned just through podcasting, which neither one of us were expecting, were, like, the power to say things out loud. Mm -hmm. Um, The power to just say it out loud, even to nobody, you know, or to somebody, or just in general, just, like, the working of getting out because, like, words are spells. Mm -hmm. And and even our thoughts are spells, but we are so – so, like there's happening so like so quickly and on a subconscious level we're not as aware of them but when we put intention into the things that we're saying and actually getting them out and releasing them I think it makes such a difference so it, it does and like on that walk every time I hit that corner because there's a specific corner that the first time I broke down I still break down there and I'm like when I, I know that I've like hit the next level when I can turn that corner I'm not crying yet <laughs> For real, like so, I'm like I'm that's still, your measurement. Like, yeah, it's every quarter is like a home run. Mm-hmm. So it's been good, and I think like I've realized that like I have a lot of forgiving to do for the men, some of the men in my life, and I realize that how how I've treated some of the men in my life because of my relationship with my dad, and I've, I've shared that with you, like that I feel like sometimes I can treat men as very like disposable to me, like if, if you don't add up to what I'm looking for, then like mm, anyway, whatever. Or like I can be dismissive and I don't even I don't even mean to be. It's just like subconsciously I do it. And specifically with this one person that I was talking to over FaceTime for like a few months, we went to New York and he came and met up met up with us. And the way I handled the situation, like I didn't think oh granted this person's not my person, right? But like I did not like the way I handled that situation. I know you did. And it like deeply affected me. And he has not contacted me even after like I tried to like say sorry and like he he did it and I was like damn like okay that was my lesson I mean we meet all different types of people on our on our journeys for all different types of reasons and you just have to be clear enough and open enough to like understand that like every little thing every little person every little small relationship there's probably lesson in how like with yourself if you're willing to examine yourself which I thought you'd refine I don't count because I love you. (laughs) But I think there are little lessons, you know, along the way that we have to be able to, like, observe and, like, look at ourselves and did I deal with that properly? And also, I did and let it go and be fine with that, too. And even if, you know, you didn't, 
let it accept it, like acknowledge it and also let that shit go too. Cause I hold on to shit like, damn, I did that. Oh God, that's so terrible. Why did I do that? I feel so bad. And I'm like, bitch, why do you still care? You know, like that, that those type of things too. It's so interesting, like listening to you, um, even when you were first telling me of experience with that, that healer, I started to think about my childhood and like my 16th birthday, just because you said it, you know? And I was like, I can't remember. I literally can't remember. There's so many things I can't remember. Like, I just remember... I mean, I remember some things here and there, but, like, it would take me a really lot of focus and concentration to, like, get to those places. And it made me think, like, why? (laughs) I read something on the internet once about, like, um, it's not... Sometimes it's not that your childhood was so long ago and you can't remember. It's that you've suppressed those, those memories because they're triggering. And when you do that in a childhood age, like it just becomes, you just believe it's a distant memory and that's why you can't remember. But I know I'm a master at suppressing feelings and then like writing shit off, but I haven't, I haven't really, really dealt with that yet. And like, I know it's coming up and like, I went to therapy last week cause Erica put the pressure on me. Um, I did not. <laughs> no, you didn't. You just like said. Actually, it was after one of my walks around the block. And I was like, I need to, t- I need to push. I need to just do a little gentle little nudge to my friend because I know that you're like on the edge of like, am I going to do this shit or I'm not going to do this shit? And I was like, let me just like remind her. Maybe she forgot. Let me just remind her that she's available to you. Yeah. So she <laughs> reminded me. <laughs> um, I made the appointment. I went and, you know, like those first two sessions or four or whatever, like those intro sessions to a fucking new therapist are literally like a date from Tinder. Like, this is my name. Da, 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 da. It is. But I'm like so eager to just get down to the shit. I'm like, let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you what happened. Let me tell you what I remember. This is the childhood shit. This, and I remember, I was just telling her, like, I am, so, and I think we both are, and I've probably said this before, I am so, I'd like to say I'm pretty self-aware and I'm pretty rational. So a lot of times I'm like, yeah, this happened. I'm good though, you know, but I'm so programmed to be like, I'm good though. I'm good. Like, I am almost, like, if something seems too much to deal with, I can seriously just bypass it with positivity or, just, you know, like, brush over it because life goes on. Um, and I'm just afraid that maybe there are things that are super deeply hidden down inside of me that I haven't dealt with. And so, like, I'm just, like, ready to tackle them. Um, a couple of months ago, I was telling Erica, and I think I said this on the podcast, that someone was triggering me, This someone I was dating, and it something told me to, like, just stop, and I was breathing, and I closed my eyes, and I thought to myself, what about this person, like, rejecting me right now is making me feel bad? What about this is making me feel sad? Like, what does this remind me of? What are these feelings similar to like is there something in my childhood that feels similar to this and in my mind I went through an exercise that I've never done before and I don't know what prompted me to do it but we'll do that and I started to like I found myself in my childhood home like the one of the first houses we lived in I had to be like six or seven you know like really young and I like went through the house and I found myself in the house as a child and I was just like I saw myself looking at my childhood self like feeling these similar feelings and like spoke to that person and was just like you know it's okay you know like people just like saying comforting things to that person and I was like wow that's interesting and I mentioned it to Salome 
in Costa Rica. She's like, wow, that's an exercise that we like, you know what I mean? Like healers use for childhood trauma healing. And it's just crazy. Like intuitively, we have the ability to heal ourselves, but something seems so strange or so crazy or so dumb that we ignore those urges to like kind of do that. And I haven't talked to myself out loud, but I think I'm going to start because even like that Mel Robbins episode really like I was so triggered that I'm like, damn, this is really bothering me. How I talk to my, how my family and this conversation with my dad, it feels so disrespectful. Like I'm holding on to this. This is probably something I'm harboring, you know, like crying immediately when she's fucking just talking to us. I'm like, wow, I might have to like look at this, but just also taking the steps to forgive and do the things that are uncomfortable and pick up the phone and say the things. And like, I also think getting high helps. (laughs) Like, I dropped that, that link in our my family chats, like my grandma, my uncle, my aunt, because I was high. I was like, fuck it. <laughs> Listen to this, y'all. But I do, I'm excited about doing the work. I realize that I'm really good at running from it because I think I was probably in a similar space last year. And probably a little bit before that, I went to therapy with, like, a hypnotherapist. And I was, like, committed to doing it. But, like, things happen. Shit happens. You meet niggas, you, you know, stuff is going on. You feel like you're good and then you ignore it. But like then six months, 10 <clears throat> months, 12 months later, you're still in this. You're still there. It's true. I mean, and therapy is expensive. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, it can be it can be expensive. And but I, I you know, because I know you mentioned that to me, too. And I was like, girl, I know. But also think about like how much you spend on some other dumb shit in one day that didn't help you do shit except make you look cute. Or feed your stomach, which we all know you love. I Very do. important. Yes. Um, but it's worth the investment, even for the most. I think. I think that people who are even the most self-aware need therapy the most. I'm realizing actually, that because we think we are so self-aware, and we are. But like, okay, you've been all this self-aware, bitch, and you still like change shit. You can be overly rational. I have a well, ra- you will rationalize yourself out of your feelings. Yeah. You will rationalize yourself out of feeling shit because you're like. Okay, yeah, I know that happened. I'm okay. Look at me. I'm standing. I'm functioning. I want to be better than just standing and functioning. I know. I was telling the therapist. <laughs> I was just like, um, yeah, I was molested when I was like five by like a four by an older boy. But like, I feel fine about it. <laughs> She's like, you seem fine. I'm like, yeah, I am. I don't think it like affected me. I'm like, it happened. I'm fine. <laughs> but I'm like, even hearing myself talk like that so crazy like bitch who talks like this but I'm like letting her know that it's cool but I think maybe there's something more I need to dig in because that's not what it is that's not bothering me I'm like there's another incident I'm not clear on Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what I mean but like I even know like that's even how the interaction of my family like just like emotions are minimal on the scale of things that not like matter but kind of well because there's always something bigger there's always someone going through something more painful than you or this or that and I, I think that's too like how rational people like I guess desensitize themselves from the feelings. It's like, well, it could be worse. I'm like, like, I, I have well, that person's whole family died in a car accident, and mine's alive. So I have a roof over my head. I have food tonight. I'm healthy. I'm cool. Yeah, that's literally how I rationalize everything. Like, there's much. And yes, and you should have gratitude in that, and absolutely, like you should absolutely have gratitude in that. And there are people that are like having way harder existences right now than you, for sure, and than me. But that gives so little power to yourself and acknowledging like the healing that has to happen because it's just like you're immediately like ignoring it you're immediately like eh, sweeping it could be worse 
Could be worse. Could be worse. Could be worse. Could be worse. Of course it could be worse. But, like, how are you feeling right now? How is that affecting you? How is that doing on your spirit? Like, where is it, like, just being put away somewhere like that's the thing with like our bodies and our spirits it's like there's no it's literally sweeping it under the carpet it's not sweeping it out you're sweeping it deep down somewhere that is has is storing a bunch of hurt and trauma and sadness and anger and resentment and that's that, that also triggered me i know i have the the ability to be fucking spiteful and resentful and i'll i'll forgive but i will never forget and i get like and I know that that's something I have to work on. Like, if you have feelings towards your dad about, like, just, like, resent... I know I have feelings of resentment inside of me towards my parents, towards situations that I really have to get specific and talk out loud and probably, like, deal with mm-hmm. to, like, kind of work through, you know, mm-hmm. like, as an adult so that I don't have to carry that. But So I appreciate your tools. If you see me walking around talking to myself <clears> and crying, <throat> I got it from Eric. <laughs> I encourage everyone to do it. I mean, I'm no therapist or anything, but I feel like, especially, be, you know, you saying that, you know, through, we've talked about how podcasting has been so healing and it's helped us manifest. It's helped us do so many things because we're saying things out loud every day. And it's like, we need to just say things out loud, not just on the mic, but like when I'm trying to heal something or like when I'm trying to talk good to myself, I posted something on Patreon um, the other day because I, I struggle with anxiety and because of my negative self-talk and I was like I did all the, I like pulled out all my tricks like all my all my tricks that I pull out whenever I feel that way like okay let me take some CBD okay nope 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 not working okay <laughs> let me do a dance party okay nope still feel fucking crazy okay let me take a bath oh let me masturbate like I literally did every fucking thing I could do and I was like why is this not working and so finally I just like laid on my bed and I was like, what is it? What is it that I feel like has to get done? I feel like something needs me. Something needs me. And it's like, you know, as parents and as mothers, we are constantly needed. You know, mommy, I want this. Mommy, I want that. Mommy, can I do this? Mommy, can I do that? It's cool. Hey, you didn't do this. You didn't do that. We need this. Squirk. You need that. Hey, do you do this? The deadline? Your parents. Hey, you're not going to come. Are you going to come? Are you going to bring the kids? It's like everything is like something needs me. Something needs to get done. Right. So when things don't really need you, you still feel like. You feel like you're running on this like wheel of like something needs me. Something needs me. It's like hard to not do shit. Even, like, work. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, we got a post. I'm like, bitch, no one's waiting for the post. I don't even know the post exists. Like, no one's waiting for the fucking post. Like, and I'm like, oh, my God. So I'm sitting on the bed, and I'm like, Erica, nobody needs you. Nobody fucking needs you right now. And, like, out of context, that could sound really fucked up. Like, nobody needs you, bitch. But, like, it really, like, I was like, I just kept saying it over and over again. Like, nobody needs you. No one needs you, Erica. Except you. You need you, bitch. You need you to calm the fuck down. I know. I tell myself, like, everything's okay. Everything's fine. It's okay not to think about... It's okay that you haven't done that. It's okay not to think about anything. Actually, sit down and don't think about shit. Breathe. Mm-hmm. For sure. I mean, I think that, for me, those words, though, like, really helped me. Because that those I think those are the words. I couldn't find the words to put into the feeling that I was feeling. And I, I realized it was the need somebody needs me and when I said no one needed me over and over and over again I literally felt my body like loosen and like decompress and I was like oh my god and then I went I was like okay I'm gonna go get a massage and I did that and that massage was kind of whack but whatever (laughs) that's besides the point but it really really helped me and 
I think like the, not only that is like what I also helps too to for me is like I started to record myself talking good to myself and listening back to it because talking like a lot of inner self positive talk happens in our head and that's great and that's wonderful and if that works for you woohoo for me I realize I really need to hear myself talk good to myself like people say things to me all the time that are nice oh, you're so beautiful oh, you're so smart oh, look at this things you're doing that's great but like what about how I feel about me and do you believe it like everyone can tell you how great you are but if you don't believe it yeah it doesn't matter yeah and it's like it's all like even talking about it, it feels like a little bit vain and self-serving but like it helps it helps like to hear yourself talk good to yourself not just in your head like take out your phone hit that fucking record button and say some nice shit to yourself i know because i'll do it like to counteract anxiety in my head on my own but it's true like to say it out loud it does seem absurd and like vain even when i'm talking to other people and i say like good things about like things i'm proud of about myself oh my god shut the fuck up but like i got high the other day amongst the time i was feeling so anxious and like just like i i couldn't sit still i couldn't not think and i told you like i was thinking like i had this thought about like people put pour so much like grace into god like thank you god praise jesus or whatever the prayers say and i was like what if i internalized that light you know like i am an extension of god i'm an extension of spirit i'm an extension of the existence of everything i'm a woman i'm the universe and i was just like giving myself that grace like i turned that outward what would def like usually be that outward praise of this like distant uh like spirit guide into myself and i was like wow you're so amazing and the things you're capable of are extensive and like you, the way you care for your child and the mother that you are and the way that you show up and like the grace that you radiate on other people and i started to feel myself feel better and i started to feel myself like the tension release and then i relaxed my jaw and i relaxed my my eyes and my neck and i just sat in it and i started to feel emotional like i started to cry i was also high <laughs> and alone <laughs> um but and like it just like i was just like wow like the shifting of asking for something giving out the energy or putting it out it was just like putting it back into myself like turning that same energy and that same like love of unconditional love and like awe into myself that like started to make me feel aligned with being an extension of spirit you know mm -hmm. no absolutely i think that it's really important would you be open to sharing how you would talk positive to yourself <laughs> You're so annoying. <laughs> um, okay. I'll do it too. Okay. Wow, Jamila, you're so amazing and intelligent. You have such positive energy. You shed so much light on other people. And you are a good friend and a good mom and a great listener. You think about people. You think about how they're doing. You're a great cook. And you're a great decorator. And I like the way you dance. <laughs> <laughs> Mm -hmm. I could probably work on that a little more, but that yeah, was, put me good, on the spot. Yeah, it's a good start. It's a good start. Um, Erica, you get up every single day and you try your best. Even if you don't finish everything, who the fuck cares? Because you got up and you did it. Your daughter loves you and everyone tells you how amazing she is. And that is a direct reflection of you. You are beautiful inside and out. Your hair is fucking bomb, whether it's short or long. And guess what? You can it can take many different shapes, and bitch, you're a motherfucking chameleon. Not only that, your booty is banging, bitch. Yep. And that pussy is strong. So you be doing them kegels, and all the niggas know, and they don't even get to feel it all the time. God, if only they knew, bitch. 
And, you know, you haven't found your partner, but he's on the way because when he meets you, you're going to be ready because you've done all this amazing work. And even though you didn't complete all the projects, you sent 45 fucking emails today. How much more do you want from yourself? You woke up, you got your daughter dressed, you did her hair, you got you dressed, you wiped your ass, you fed her breakfast, you sent the emails, you hit up May, you hit up David, you hit up Jamila, you bothered everyone, you made sure everyone knew that you knew that they needed to do what they needed to do. And somehow you still found a little extra time to do something for yourself. You're the bomb, bitch. You're the bomb, bitch. Amen. Amen. So yeah, that's a little bit on how like the self-talk thing that I've been doing is like, it's not like, and like, it's not like, and you are so important and like, no, I call myself a bitch. Yeah, you are that bitch, bitch. Okay, (laughs) shut the fuck up. Like literally, I was like in the middle of like talking bad to myself and I was like, "Mm, no. We're not doing that right now. No, we're not. Absolutely fucking not. It's almost like you have to check yourself as if you found a bitch talking about your friend. Yeah. Like, who the fuck are you talking to, bitch? Exactly. You're not talking about my friend like that. (laughs) Hell no. Hold the fuck up, bitch. (laughs) You don't know who the fuck you're talking to. (laughs) Like, literally. That's how it was. And I was like, I'm absolutely nuts. If someone was in here, they would think I'm crazy. No, but it's necessary. I had to do... I, I, I feel you. Like... I was like, you started at nothing. You have almost 200 episodes. You are number one, one per top, 1% podcast in the world. That didn't happen overnight for no reason. You made art for every single episode. <laughs> every episode has art. You are a graphic designer, bitch. You make fashions. You have, you said, I was literally like, we have merch. We send out merch. We are designers. We have a fashion line. <laughs> and we somehow send it out. <laughs> Not always on time, but who cares? The tribe understands we're moms. We're trying our best. Stop. It's not a good commercial for our shop. We (laughs) hired someone, so order from our shit. (laughs) But you're inspiring women. Sometimes I'm so grateful, too, for our community. Like, you don't understand. Sometimes, like, the other day, I was feeling like, someone sent, like, a post or whatever, a story, and they're like, I'm so proud, like, so happy with these girls. You're doing it. You're a mom, and you're killing it. I'm like, thank you, because... I was not feeling that way right now. <laughs> like the connection amongst us is so strong. The web of like inner, inner strength and like, I don't know. I just feel like I always say this. It's a revolution. Women are coming together. It's a revolution for the women. We're supporting each other. We're encouraging each other, and we're fucking thriving. Like with children and, and communities, we're just literally thriving and the universe is opening up to us to connect to use each other in positive ways the way that we can all get to the next level and like use this time because the universe is really leveling up for women and like anything you want you could literally have and it's just about reminding yourself that you deserve it and talking that good shit to yourself cutting that negative talk and talking that good shit about other women yeah and to other women Mm -hmm. damn that's bomb Mm -hmm. you know like there's no I like and not comparing your blessings to someone else's. I mean, I've done that my whole life. I've, I mean, I was preconditioned to feeling like everything is a competition, you know? Like, everything is competition. Oh, she has that? Why don't I have that? Like, you know? And I still feel that come up a little bit, but, like, I feel it silenced so much. It's so crazy, that competitive voice, like, the other day. <laughs> so crazy. I forgot to tell you this. I was about to post for Madi Body. But I first, it was like, it's a postpartum about how you're feeling postpartum. It's pictures of me, like, with the baby, like, with Luna as a baby. 
that before I posted it, I looked at yours to like just see what you wrote. And Eric Luna was next to me, and she's like, "Oh, like." She said something like, oh, that's Erica and Irie. I was like, yeah. I was like, I'm about to post ours. She's like, I hope people like it. Like, they like, like, I hope they like it. Like, they liked hers. I was like, oh, what? <laughs> oh, my God. Lou. I don't know. I'm like, is this just innately in children? Like, she doesn't know shit about likes. She didn't say, like, how many likes did she get? But she was like, I hope they like ours. If they liked Erica and Ivy's. I'm like, who almost was crying? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> this pressure? I'm like, am I putting pressure? Is it, like, innately going to my child? The pressure I, I put on myself? Like, I'm like, am I projecting? What is happening? But well, it there's just- so many things we don't have control of, though. Like, school. Like, what happens at school. The way like parents are talking and teaching their children and then their kids are coming up at showing up at school and throwing their bullshit on our kids like it's a lot you know there's only so much we can fucking com- combat so it, i don't think it has anything to do with you no but i do think it starts with you will be more aware of talking positively to your child if you talk more positively to yourself mm-hmm. i don't talk that positive to myself and i like I noticed that, like, I can slack. And Air, Luna's super confident. She can't tell her shit, honestly. But, like, it reminds, like, I am not good at doing that. Like, in my family, in myself, like, giving a lot of praise to people wasn't, it's just not how we communicate our love. We, like, kind of talk shit as love. So it just, like, it reminds me, like, I have to first implement it with myself and be, like, graceful and kind to myself to remind myself to do it to my daughter. And so she sees me doing it to myself and to her. And then when those other children come or those teachers come or those other adults do that thing where people compare and make these comments that they're not, we're not even aware of, that she already knows, like, I know I'm good and I can talk kindly to myself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it is just, like, a healing. It's a radical healing when you can love on yourself. hmm Yeah, and then it is important that she does see that. Because I remember my mom always talking shit about her body all the time. I'm fat. Ugh, 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 ugh. And I was looking at myself like, am I fat? Am I this? Right, that's my mom. Shit, I look like you, right? So is this wrong? something wrong with me? Like... It's really, yeah, it's really important that even if you don't feel beautiful, just shut the fuck up then about it. <laughs> Start to try and feel beautiful. Not shut the fuck up, but like well, notice, but no. notice it and then try to feel good about it. Well, like, that, but also shut the fuck up in front of your kids about it. Just be quiet. We know your kids. Don't look to your kids to validate you. Do not wait for your children to be like, mommy, you're not fat. You're beautiful. If you do that, you're fucking your kids. I'm serious. Don't do that shit. Like, it's not cute. It's not cool. You don't need your little human to validate you. They are looking to you to validate yourself so that they, in turn, can validate themselves in a really genuine, authentic way, you know? And, like, I, th- I see parents do that. I see people do that. And it's like, ooh. And I I mean, I have to, like, I, maybe I need to analyze myself and see if I do that. I know that, like, I've, I've had body issues on and off my whole life. I really try to be conscious, though, about... I don't even like when Irie says the word fat. It really irritates me. I don't me. like them. I love, yeah, I don't Skinny, really like fat, both those words. I'm like, why are we using those words? Let's not even, why are we talking to, about, like, even today she was making something. This I didn't correct her because I, I, I understood what she was trying to say. She's like, she was cutting out a dress. She's like, I want the dress to be skinny. And she meant like tight, tight form yeah, fitting. Yeah. But, and that was fine. But I was just like, God, these words, like, they're so ugh, yucky, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, language is a bitch, but. I feel you. I talk. I try to talk positive about my body in front of Lou, and like be naked and let her be naked. And like, it's your house. You choose. How do you want to feel? How do you feel? What do you want to wear? You know. Like, I try not to like. As she was wearing an afro the other day, my mom was like, "Oh, you got your hair. Oh, your hair is crazy." It's like so cute. I, was like, I Shut saw the it. Fuck up. 
I saw it was cute as hell. I'm like, and then the next day she's like, I don't want to wear afro. I'm like, why? It's beautiful. It's everyone complimented you. She's like, no, they didn't. I was like, yes, they did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. I heard them. I go hard with the afro affirmations. Okay? Yeah, with Irie, I'm like. Your hair is bomb this way. It's amazing. Like, you see my afro? Look at this shit. It's fucking great. Every time someone, like, compliments me, and, like, when I'm out, I'm like, you see that? You see how they like my Special. hair? Yep. Mm, yeah. Killing it. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, this is the beginning of Dig Deep December, and I hope you enjoyed it. I hope this makes you reflect on whatever, wherever you're at right now, you know, and... We'll be going deep. Gonna go deeper, deep, deep, deep. I'm gonna make an appointment with that there. I mean, that healer. Yeah, you should. If you guys haven't joined our Patreon, I want to encourage you to do so. Go and listen to my whole little mini episode where I talk about not being needed. Um, Mila shares some stuff on there too. We're kind of like venturing into doing little solo blogs, little solo episode blogs, and I'm kind of enjoying it. I'm like so used to talking with you that I'm like when I when I recorded it by myself I was like whoa this is weird I, I you know it's not my favorite thing to do but I'm working past it I was like, I so Erica doesn't be pissed with me <laughs> so I did it with my snake head there I was like come on <laughs> that was your that was your close. we're gonna do it together <laughs> snake's like bitch put me back in the cage <laughs> speaking of that fucking snake the other day first of all I bought Luna a snake because she's been asking one for her birthday she'll be seven on Saturday <laughs> I'm so happy um, she's almost a teenager um, but then I was like you know what this will really add to our witchy household and we can watch it grow and shed and I can put like I can put the sheddings on the altar so then I got it and then it's great it only eats a little baby mouse once a week anyway she hasn't been home so I'm just waking up you know living my best life went to go pee I look the fuck over into the bathtub and there's a snake in the bathtub and I'm like that looks a lot like Heather what the fuck is Heather first of all he's a he in the bathtub I literally in my head I was like that snake is in the bathtub oh no and then I was like that's my snake <laughs> I was pissed. I know. You texted me. I was so she was so pissed. Her text didn't even make sense. <laughs> she texted me like, I woke up to pee. And I was like, so someone peed in your bed? No, bitch. Heather's in the bathtub. I'm like, so you peed on yourself and Heather's in the bathtub. No. I was like, I don't know what you're trying to tell then me. Then I went to get Heather out of the bathtub. The bitch was snapping at me like she was supposed to be the, he was supposed to be in the bathtub. I don't know why she, she snaps. He, he, uh, he snaps. Heather is a he. Sorry. Luna is specific about Heather being a he. Okay, got it. He is a he, but yeah, he can, he can bite you. Okay. He doesn't have sharp teeth. He didn't, but I could just see him like, I was like, you motherfucker, I fed you. <laughs> anyway, that motherfucker's like, he didn't go down the bathtub drain and then I had to replace him by Saturday. <laughs> I would have been pissed. Anyway. Well, thanks for getting Luna a fucking snake because now Irie wants a goddamn snake and that's not happening. You don't want to up your witchiness? Your witchy house? No, I don't do creatures. I don't do animals in my home. I just, my dog just died a few weeks, not weeks ago, a few months ago. And I'm really enjoying to not having to like take care of shit. Heather's really low maintenance. He is really but low But I don't want to have to defrost a little baby fucking mouse in my pot that I cook. I didn't in. do it in my pot, bitch. You take some hot water, you put it in. You can just run it under hot water. Honestly. You have to hold it. The fact that I don't want to do any of that. You see it coming back to life, That's like gross. its hairs start to like That's wake up. That's disgusting. It's like I told her to ask her dad. Yeah, well, that snake's gonna die. <laughs> if you get a snake and I get a snake, we could do like so many witchy rituals together. Well, I'll just come over. We can do it. Okay, fine. 
Um, I'm a snake mom now. <laughs> Hashtag snake mom. I'm gonna have to use that. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, shout out to Roger. He psychologist said he has two corn snakes at they're 17 years old mm-hmm. and they're they're like four feet each so wow, i'm really commitment you've made i know i'm a <laughs> fucking 20 i'm gonna have a 20 year old snake soon anyway <laughs> um thank you guys for listening uh, we appreciate you we love you and um, i'm so grateful for this community i hope to mingle with you guys in costa rica we're almost sold out if you have not go get your niggas depending on your trip because it's going to be bomb. We're going to be manifesting. I won't bring Heather the snake. Don't worry. <laughs> and also listen, I hope, for our talks on Patreon. Uh, Erica's doing her self-talk. I'm going to try and do some self-talk. <laughs> and um, we're going to walk you through our childhood healing trauma. Because <laughs> we're therapists. <laughs> Also, make sure to go follow us on Twitter. Um, I know we never really advertise our Twitter, but apparently we're popping over there a little bit. Tiny bit. A little tiny pop. Tiny pop. Good we, went vi- we went viral on Twitter. We so. did. I didn't even know. I was like, what? We're, what are we doing on viral? What? And then all my friends are on Twitter like, look at this. I was like, what does this mean? I don't know. Good I, girl. Good mom underscore bad girl. Follow us on TikTok. Good moms. Bad choice. Because I guess the S was taken. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> And Patreon, if you do try to search us on Patreon, you actually have to like either click the link in this episode description or go to patreon.com backslash good moms bad choices because they be blocking sexy moms. So also if you haven't, go listen to our episode last week with Sir Marvelous. That pussy is popping on the fire stick. <laughs> Just kidding. Kinda though. It was. Oh my god, that he's amazing. He's amazing. I shout out to Sir Marvelous. I fucking love him. <laughs> All right, we'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye.